looked at me and said, what's your dream? I said, well, here's a crazy dream, and I outlined the farminary for him. And he looked at me and said, let's do it. Hello, I'm Craig Barnes, president of Princeton Theological Seminary. Today I'm with Dr. Nate Stuckey, who is the director of our seminary farminary. Nate, what is a farminary? <laughs> so the most basic explanation, uh, if you put the words together, it's if you take a farm and a seminary and put it together, then you get a farminary. And uh, the, the sort of basic underlying idea is putting together theological education and sustainable agriculture and uh, put them together and, and there you have it. But you actually are working on a farm. Yeah, absolutely. So e, the way it is growing at this point for the seminary is we are utilizing the 21-acre farm that the school owns just a couple of miles from the main campus. We're developing curriculum that happens on the farm and that curriculum includes within itself um, opportunities for students to have their hands in the soil, growing things, planting seeds, weeding, composting, uh, all the fun things. So um, it basically gives us an opportunity to take a lot of what already exists in a traditional seminary curriculum and bring it to life in that setting. Oh, tell us how this got started. It sounds very creative. Yeah, absolutely. So the, I came to Princeton Seminary in 2007 as a master's student. Um, just prior to that, I had been farming in Kansas. Prior to that, I was in youth ministry. I uh, grew up on a farm in Kansas. Uh, my second year in the master's program here, um, uh, Jason Santos, who is another PTS alum, uh, was here as a student at the time. He found out I'd been farming just before coming to seminary, and he kind of pulled me aside and he said, Nate, I have this crazy idea. I think we should integrate fully accredited theological education and small-scale agriculture. And um, I thought it was a great idea, but I had no idea where my life was leading at that point. And, uh, and I'll confess that when I left farming to come to seminary, I assumed that my love of agriculture and my sense of call to ministry were two different things. Uh, and it, it took some years of seminary to kind of heal that divide. But anyway, Jason planted the seed of the idea back in probably 2008 or so. And uh, over time, it sort of became favored conversation with friends and colleagues. And we would imagine what would be the possibilities of doing education and formation in that kind of setting. And it was, you know, for a long time, it was just a fun dream. Um, then fast forward to the spring of 2013, and I had uh, what I call the, that magical moment, terrifying moment that we hope for all of our students, which is the moment when you realize you can't be a student forever. And uh, so Mark DeVries, another PTS alum, was coming to town. Mark's been a mentor of mine. And I said, Mark, we have to have coffee. You have to uh, tell me what to do with my life. You're about to receive your PhD at this point. This was, I was in dissertation phase. So like the ad on the horizon was, it's gonna end. So what are you gonna do? How are you gonna you're, feed you're the You're out kids? of degrees now. That's right, out of degrees. Um, so I, Mark and I got together, we had coffee, and he looked at me and said, what's your dream? And I said, well, here's a crazy dream, and I outlined the farminary for him. And he looked at me and said, let's do it. And I said, excuse me? And he said, let's do it. It's a dream uh, that has merit. It's time has come. And if you're willing to work at it, something can come of it. So um, 
after that conversation began to work um, just a little bit at a time but intentionally at developing the idea doing some networking and, and reading and research and um, then eventually the idea was brought uh, to you and uh, the seminary tried to figure out what they would do with the idea and I think that the farminary conversation connected with other conversations about sustainability on campus and how we do food and all these other things um, and then the big turning point was the spring of, of 2014 when uh, um, I was invited to come to your office and as I recall I walked in and there was a property survey unrolled across your desk and you gestured to it and said so it turns out we already own a farm <laughs> and uh, that's, uh, that's when uh, um, Presbyterians start talking about Providence right. and uh, even Mennonites uh, can, can and that's in that setting so when when we realized we had a farm, then we put together the steering committee to do intentional assessment of viability. And uh, then that was spring of 14, spring of 15, I teach the first course at the farm um, um, and had our first garden during 2015. And then uh, spring of 2015 was when um, we all decided to give it a go. And so I graduated from the PhD program in the spring of 2015, came on as director of the Farminary Project in July, and now have taught three semesters out at the farm. Jack Lapsley was out there with me last fall teaching. Nate, tell me what kind of courses you teach uh, at a farm. So the course that I just finished teaching was the second version of a course I taught a year ago, uh, second iteration of that. And the basic premise of this course uh, has been that agrarian thought and practice helps us think and rethink Christian theological education. So we held up agrarian thought and practice each week to the different categories of educational philosophy. How does agrarian thought and practice help us rethink aims and goals or curriculum or methods, the role of the teacher and learner context. And um, as we were uh, meeting that our time together included time in the garden um, and it included a shared meal and it just gave uh, students a an opportunity to um, expand their pedagogical imagination so that when they think when they leave this place and they think theological education something comes to mind beyond a lecture hall and we're happy for them to think about good lectures and good content in Stewart Hall but this expands things a little bit. Uh, and then the course I taught last fall with Jack Lapsley, we were reading Old Testament agrarian passages. We were gardening and asking how these two things uh, sort of sure. inter-influence. Right, how does it help them read the text maybe differently, having yeah. their hands in the dirt themselves. Absolutely, so you know, Genesis 2, great example. It says, God took soil and breathed into it and created the first human. That means something in a room like this. It means something different when you're standing with uh, soil in your hands. Our students come to the seminary because they're interested in being prepared for some form of Christian leadership or ministry. Why do you think they're drawn to the farminary? Uh, I think that there are multiple reasons. One of the reasons, ecological concern uh, concerns about sustainability, about food justice, food deserts, food sovereignty, all these things are sort of in the air of our contemporary context. And our students bring that with them as they come to seminary. Many of them have been in undergraduate settings where this is just an assumed part of the institutional discourse. And so 
I think that drives it. I think uh, some come from settings where they have known food insecurity or they know of congregations or places where food justice has been uh, a, a critical issue. Um, interestingly, we also have students who come from agricultural backgrounds. And for all of those students, um, well, they come with, with you know, different assumptions and whatnot, but I think this intentional engagement of the ecological piece and the theological piece can be new and invigorating to think that there is a theological perspective to bring to bear on these other critical contemporary issues I think has a lot of appeal. And I think there's a, a big appeal to engaging your body in theological education, using your back to, you know, and your uh, shoulders and muscles to haul compost or plant seeds. Right. Well, this, this program is very popular on our campus. What does this say about what students are looking for in theological education? I think it says they're looking for a particular kind of learning community. I think they're looking for a particular kind of um, community of faith. And there is a deep longing in our students, I think, for a Christian community that clearly bears life and death implications. Mm. Um, they, it's deep within the tradition of the church that we're about the business of, of things that have life and death consequence. And sometimes the status quo in the church or in various institutions cannot, or that can get blurry. And uh, so to care for the soil, to grow food that can nurture health among students and within communities, that can change the dynamics of the relationships among students as they're working together in that context, um, I think it, uh, it raises the stakes, I it think. It yeah, creates a certain right. kind of community that, um, that is vital, I think, in, in, a, in the best sense of the word. Right. Pitch us a dream that you have for the farminary. Yeah, uh, well, uh, the, as it stands now, there are kind of, um, there's one level of engagement, well, maybe two levels of engagement for our students. They can take a course that meets uh, all or in part at the farm. And that's, you know, sort of one level. Um, I'm working with uh, some faculty and master's studies committee on a certificate in theology, ecology, and faith formation. I think we'll have that through this fall. That'll be like a second tier um, for students who want to come and make the farminary part of their curricular experience. Uh, the third tier, which is uh, sort of just in, in dream phase right now, is uh, to have a small intentional community that would live at the farm mm -hmm. and that the students who live there would have responsibility for the day-to-day -day operations mm -hmm. of the farm, could be a farm manager as part of that. And I think we're just talking about different sort of levels of formation for our students. Um, and not everybody should go live at the farm, but I think we have students who could be drawn to that and could, could be formed deeply in that context. So um, that's one dream. Would love to have a teaching kitchen and a, and a, a dining space out there um, just to open up the possibilities of what we could do by way of education and formation out there. Good dreams, wonderful. Thanks. Thanks for being with me today, Nate. And thank you for joining us for this conversation. We'll see you next time.